Hey, if you want to watch a great podcast that none of us are on, check out Best Movies Never Made, available every other Monday from screenwriter Josh Miller and producer Steven Scarlatta, as they go behind the scenes of some of the greatest movies never made, with fantastic guests like... Steve Melching. Ashley Miller. And a lot of other people you have heard of. And not Darren Doctorman. Yet. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you'll be on the show. They just invited me to be on an episode about James Bond. I wonder why. Maybe it's because I have a new book out called Nobody Does It Better, The Oral History of James Bond, available now wherever you get your books. You must learn to listen to the rebel and the rogue, or you will not be allowed to come with me to Alderaan. Hey, this is Mark A. Altman of the 430 Movie. I'm here with... Steve Melching. Darren Doctorman. Ashley Miller. You know, and if you want to know what Ashley's pick out of the box is, you owe it to yourself to watch... The 430 movie, live. You should see the expressions. The only way to understand the kinds of faces we're making when Ashley does Wednesday is to watch us on Electric Now. It's one thing to hear us, but you can't see the expressions on our face. You can't hear disbelief. Coming soon, our new podcast, Ashley Does Wednesday. (laughs) Ash Wednesday. Ash Wednesday. Ash Wednesday. Hey, this is Mark A. Altman. And this is Darren Doctorman, and we are the Inglorious Trexperts. And this is Trexperts Briefing Room. <laughs> Spotlighting Shades of Grey from the second season of Star Trek The Next Generation, originally aired July 15th, 1989. Now it's and our not- special guest, Ashley Edward Miller. We have, Ash- we have Ashley here, but... We don't really know how many shades of gray there are at this point. There are so many. Well, you know what's funny? They had joked, obviously this was never going to happen, about calling this episode Riker's Brain. Mm. (laughs) That's Uh, a great title. (laughs) Well, you know, it is all about this virus. brain? (laughs) Well, it's one one shade of gray. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a very... Very light shade of gray. <laughs> a lighter well, shade. I have to tell you, I'm very excited about this. You know, we're not curating the best episodes. We're not curating the worst. We're, we're curating the underseen, the underappreciated. And I have to be honest, I have not seen this episode in over 30 years. Wow. I have not seen this episode since it first aired. It's like I being never reunited watched it with again. an old friend. Who you... And it feels so good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm so thrilled. To, uh, to to be watching this and to be watching it with you two. Uh, so it'll be interesting. I, you know, normally, you know, we like to prepare, you know, sometimes we'll watch the episode again before we do the commentary so we can sort of get our thoughts together. I have not looked at this. I have not thought about this. I have done no research. I'm just letting it wash all over me because I can't wait for Shades of Grey. Yeah, I should have called Frank. Like, I should have let Frank, I should have called Franks to come do commentary with us. I bet he would have been game too. That would have been amazing, Probably would have. He's the best thing yeah. in the episode. Well, 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 they will do it again with John Well, the great thing is he he's asleep during the whole episode. so That's true. He wouldn't have much to say. We should have gotten Diana Moldau. That would have been fun. <laughs> then we could also talk about, is there in truth no beauty? 
Yeah. You know, you know, I didn't interview her for 50 year mission. Ed Gross did, but she was an interesting interview. Apparently. Oh, I'm, sure. I'm sure. Yeah. She, she definitely, I, I see. She definitely, uh, she has, uh, she definitely has opinions and definitely, I think has a strong sense of self. And, uh, I don't think there's a, any great love for the other people in the cast. I think they, they didn't want her there and she knew it and she had no love for them. And, uh, I think that, uh, she, she, you know, especially since she was getting more money than them. Right. <laughs> I think she was not, it was not a love fest. So, um, anyway, I'm very excited, Ashley. Anything since you're our special guest you want to preface before we start looking at this magnificent episode? Yeah, I'd just like to, to, to start off by saying um, this, this episode is, uh, it is it's, it's an episode, and it happened. Uh, and I think we all, we're all going to have to live with that. Well, as always, we remind you, you can watch along uh, either through your uh, beautiful CBS uh, Blu-ray set, which is the preferred way to watch these episodes. But of course, you can also stream them via Netflix, CBS All Access, um, Amazon, and most, uh, and Hulu, I think, all have um, Star Trek The Next Generation available for streaming. And obviously, we're looking at these commercial-free. And uh, when I think Darren free is a great way to watch this episode. <laughs> and Darren, Darren will count us down count and we will begin the commentary let's begin now you'll know how to turn the page when you hear Captain Picard say engage no, no you won't <laughs> here we go Star Trek The Next Generation Season 2, Episode 22 Shades of Grey in 3, 2, 1 play So this is the last episode of the second season. The season finale. Uh, the season finale. Yeah, yeah. Yes, Best of Both Worlds would end season, season three. This would end season two. I, I cannot think of a less exciting way to end a season. Even season one had neutral zone, where it ended with the Romulans well, going, we're back, right? right? And <laughs> Even that was, but this one starts with Riker has a boo-boo. And Riker has a boo-boo, he and it. he's sitting there like a bump on a log. Right. What I love is it doesn't even it doesn't even show him getting injured. He's already been injured before the episode starts. And it's not even that bad. I know. It's a scratch. It's like my son when he comes running up. I need a band aid. I'm like, where? Where was the scratch? Ah, right here. I'm like, I can't even see it. What do you need a band aid for? And then here's Calmini slumming. Great actor. He's taking his, his, taking his paycheck. He's just oh, like, this man. is the easiest money I ever made. This is. God bless SAG and the day rate. Right? I mean, it's so funny because, of course, the, um, the the clip show was a staple of television in the 70s and 80s. It was a way that the, the, they could save money over these long seasons. So nor, normally a Star Trek The Next Generation episode would be shot over seven or eight days. This was shot in three. Three days by director Rob Bowman. Including Diana Muldaur. Now, yeah. Yeah, you know, exactly. because we know this episode had a script and was written... In the sense that it, there were words that were new. Um, do we know about how many pages of new material there were? Like, how much were they shooting in three days? Uh, that's a good question. I do know that Rob Bowman had made them change the script, so it only took place in three locations. Mm. It was um, the transporter room, the planet set, and sick bay. Originally, it had been written from more locations. And, and part of the way they went about it was Eric Stilwell, who was, would later be Michael Pillar's assistant, uh, uh, basically ended up pulling clips that they thought could work 
for the premise of this episode. He experiences joy, he experiences fear, he experiences, you know, and then they wrote the episode around the clips. So it was right. Hans Beamler, but mostly Maurice Hurley. This would be the last episode of Star Trek he was involved with before he, he ankled. Yeah, and I have this wonderful terrible, terrible No, no. I, I actually I actually did this interview with him. Oh wow. And I'll tell okay. you exactly what exactly he what he told me. Piece of shit, says Maurice Hurley. <laughs> It was supposed to be a bottle show, terrible, just terrible, and a way to save some money. I was on the way out the door. I wrote it, and Beamler and Manning did the rewrite. So there you have it. Big fan. <laughs> they should have just called the episode "Piece of Shit." Yeah, Rob, Rob Bowman, who of course, Rob, Rob Bowman, who is famous, uh, you know, later for doing the X Files and Castle, uh, and the movie Reign of Fire, uh, also also talked to me about this episode back in the day. And he said, all we shot was three days of frame and they just stuck in flashbacks. Mm -hmm. And the only reason to do it was to save money. That's what it was all about. And it was all we did. I never saw a final cut. All I can say about the show is I shot it in three days and it was a nice set. I told them it was going to take five days, not three. So they tried to pare it down. When they asked, how can you do it in three? I said, we can't change sets. If you want to get a maximum amount of filming done in three days, you can't move me all over the ship. Let's stay in sick bay. I remember spending at least two days in sick bay. I tried to be as interesting as I could be with the camera. It didn't seem like we uh, stole their money. It was Paramount <laughs> saying, we gave you more money for Elementary Dear Data and for the Borg show. That was Q-Who. Now do us a favor and give us a three-day show. So that's what you do. It's part of the it's part of television. I, I don't know if I would call it a favor. I mean, <laughs> well, yeah, I know what he kind look, of did. They had to fill out the order because it's like, it's not as simple as like, I saw that, um, that that somebody had made the suggestion that why didn't they just like do 21 and just it doesn't work like that in syndication. No, no. It doesn't work no, no. like that in anything. Like every every slot is sold. That's exactly right. Every, so every week is pre-sold, so you got to give them a new episode. And this was first run syndication. Right. So Paramount was selling part of the advertising time and the right. local affiliates were. You couldn't suddenly say, oh, we're going to give you one less episode. Now, already this uh, this season had been truncated because of the writer's strike this year. So the, it, start, it started late. They got a late start on scripts. And, you know, the, episode, the season was a bit of a mess in general. Totally. And so by the time you get to the end... No, the only thing that made sense was a clip show, which is amazing because when you think of it, the Menagerie is probably the greatest clip show ever made uh, oh, for yeah, Star for Trek. Sure. And, um, and you know, like I said, clip shows were, were commonplace, whether it be Six Million Dollar Man or I always point to A Blast for Buck, where uh, Buck Rogers has to relive memories of pre previous episodes when he receives a, uh, a, a, a secret message that they confuse with the threat to the Earth from Gary Coleman in, in Gary Coleman's second appearance on Buck right. Rogers. Now, you know, here's the thing that sucks about about this. I mean, everything sucks about it. But like, but but uh, I just have to 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 provide some context for watching this episode for the first time, right? Like, at least Next Generation in the first season had tried to go out with something cool, as you mentioned. It was the Romulan saying, "We are back," right? And like, they had like the cool conspiracy thing where they blew up Remick's head, and there, at least you could sort of look forward to something. So uh, this is before the internet. This is before you knew ahead of time that things were clip shows or they were gonna suck, right? <laughs> so I remember sitting down to watch this and just going, well, this isn't great, but... And then as it dawned on me that it was a clip show, how angry I became watching it. I mean, the only thing that you can say about, well, you can't say much about it. At least this guy, right? At least Frakes is charming. 
right? It's like he brings a sense of humor to it. And like and the bitter irony of the story is that Frigg's having a sense of humor about it is actually killing him faster, uh, right. which is astonishing. It's I, I, Should we even try to recap the plot of this thing? No. Does it matter? No, 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 because people are watching it. But what happens is he has to experience these memories. And we have this, this great bit where he experiences, you know, all the women, the succession of beautiful women and relationships. But it's killing him because he's happy. Right. So he has to be sad. <laughs> it's, it's not just that. I recapped it. <laughs> Is he? It's like Troy, and we're, we're going to get to the scene, but but Troy's kind of like looking. He's experiencing these feelings of of great joy, and 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 Pulaski's like, "Is it erotic?" And she's like, "Very much so." And I'm like, "Why do you need to be an empath to figure that out? Just look down the blanket, right? Is this phaser on kill or what?" <laughs> There's a 52% less blood supply to his brain. <laughs> That's right. He's dying. I have to say, this was a great set, the transporter room. Uh, sure. For sure. My, With the background based on Herman Zerman's sweater. They used the crap out of it here. And these are <laughs> some nice finds. Now, what I also, here, we actually missed, I think. These guys, before before they go off on this little away mission, they have this whole conversation. I swear it takes four minutes for them to explain why they're going down to the planet. Sure. Right? But it's like, wouldn't you just, I don't know, just cut to them <laughs> arriving on the planet and collecting everything? And, just, and you know, you know if there is some kind of deadly uh, something on the planet, and they go traipsing into the water, you know, thigh deep, <laughs> then you don't well, know what did it. No, but the funny thing is, originally Data says he wants to go himself, which makes sense yeah, because yeah. he's the android. But Jordy's like, I know where where it happened. I have to go with I'm you. Like, what they didn't have like GPS on Riker's freaking tricorder, his communicator. They can be like, oh, I wonder where it happened. Yeah, it's it's a it's a silly silly conversation. It also made me think, you know. God, it must be these these like survey missions must be incredibly dangerous. Why would you send humans at all? I know, you know. Now you just send a drone down. Yeah, exactly. You know, ah. where's where's Bobak, right, to handle that? Uh, and this, and why wouldn't you just send down some red shirts? Why are you sending down the like up two people on like the, the card? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I love the way it's all happening in the transporter room. Yeah. Because once you know what's going on, it's really fun. Like, why aren't they in his ready room? Well, because that would be a company move. Because we'd have to, like, <laughs> you know, set up the cameras there. Well, thank goodness you didn't put it in the uh, container before you beamed up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we don't know what it does or what it is. Well, would you like to discuss this in your office, Captain? No, no I, we'll I don't think right we here. need that. <laughs> we don't need to go to that much trouble, Mr. Data. <laughs> I can have your fish brought down here if you'd like. You know? it's, just, it's just, oh my God. I always love oh, seeing the on, on these uh, on these Blu-rays um, the makeup rubbed onto uh, Brent's uh, collar. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm thinking about that too, right? Can you imagine Spiner going, I had to get and make up, spend three hours in that chair this morning to do this? He was, no, right, exactly. he was still happy to be working. 
this was still this was <laughs> yeah, still this, early. This, this wasn't like the next generation. Yeah, it was still yeah. yeah, right. I, I mean, and again, that's like the thing. It's like, why do people have such a negative feeling about the first two seasons of next gen? This really, I think, by ending the season with an episode where the whole summer you would stew over how bad the finale was, <laughs> it, it contributed to how much people hated those first two seasons yeah. and why they were so ready in the third season to embrace the show because it's just hit this new low. Yeah. It's interesting that Dr. Pulaski's uniform is a darker shade of blue than they used in the first season. Mm. It's because I never noticed darker that. personality. She's maybe, or maybe just because of her coloring. Because it, uh, you know, it just didn't work as well with her. Yeah, perhaps. That's, that, perhaps. that's interesting. Riker, but, having uh, strange feelings. You know, I mean, what I don't understand <laughs> is why they didn't at least like move this out. I guess they were in such a tight post schedule. Because I would have moved this up and shown this as like the penultimate episode or the mm-hmm. episode before. I and flipped then it with Merritt and Snare, which at least was pretty good. Maybe the performance was, um, was the previous episode, right? Am I right? Yeah, yeah. any of those yeah. would have been better. Yeah. Well, maybe yeah. they maybe they just got stuck. And by the time they got around to fixing all the other stuff, this had come up and, you know, they couldn't do anything. I, I mean, it, I, that's absolutely possible, but you you never want to end the season with a clip show. <laughs> no, or start the season with a clip show. Or <laughs> if you can avoid it, do a clip show at all, unless you're doing the menagerie. Like, unless there's like, look, I've had to write clip shows before. I've written like two of them. They're a pain in the ass, right? It, you've got to, to make them at least feel like drama, you really have to think. And even then, you still feel a little dirty for doing it. This, this is, is not a good angle on Frakes. I'm no, sorry. it's really not. This Straight up, up the nostrils. Up, up it's like the a nose. shuttle bay. What's yeah. happening there? <laughs> no, it's more impressive as a creative exercise, writing them, than actually watching them. Nobody yeah. wants to watch them, but, but writing them, there's a certain amount of uh, you know credit you deserve. I mean, even this, how are we going to use the clips? Well, he's inf- infected by a deadly virus that yeah, can only it. be repelled, you know, and it's, it's on its way to his brain, so these emotions... So we have to stimulate his memories, and his memories are clips. So, I mean, that inherently is not an awful. It's not uh, MacGuffin, you know. It's just that the it's it's all in the the I don't know. There's there's nothing beyond exactly what it is, and there's nothing for these actors to play. I mean, I don't know whether I think that the acting in this episode is awful, or if I actually think it's pretty great because the actors are at least trying to do something. Like right, like poor Marina is just. At sea, she has no well, idea. But she was at sea for a long time. I mean, true. even into the third season, they're really not writing much for her. They never knew how to write that character. It was it was tough. It really wasn't until later that they really even got a handle on on her. Yeah, very true. What's going on in here? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I mean, look, and, and even sickbay, you know, it's just, it's not a, you, you know, the sickbay, obviously in the original series, is just so much cooler looking. Yeah. You know? It's like, it's lit like a sitcom, like in this, in this yeah. episode. It's just all is. It's so hot. Well, that was always the problem with Next Generation as a whole. And I think the Blu-rays have helped because the color timing has, has darkened it a little bit, but it was always so brightly lit. And yeah. that's where, you know, it gets the reputation of like, oh, the bridge looks like a Holiday Inn, you know? Right. It's just, you know. it's lit they, like they, one. Yeah, it's because it's lit like one. And there's a concierge desk in the corner. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Exactly. What is she? Much joy about? and gratitude. 
peace and contentment. And he's like, yeah, you know, it's like he's, you know, God, God bless him. It's he's like, you know, he's trying to be philosophical about his impending death that nobody believes is is going to happen. But it's like, but I want to hear Riker like when, man, you know, I was always ready to die, but this is not how I imagine going out. This and is, they, I love, they don't even put him, battle or they don't even put him into a hospital gown. I was just gonna say that, Derek. I would just notice, like, I love and, and, and his, his pants are still ripped. There's no, no dressing on his on his. There's nothing. He's just lying there. Pulaski is the worst doctor. She's terrible. What is happening? She's not well, terrible. Maybe, uh, she's, she saved Captain maybe, Picard's life. So maybe if he dies, I can get Corbin Burnson on this show. <laughs> but you could get Corbin Burnson on this show, <laughs> and they and had him on the show. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look at her. She's so upset. She is. She's She's going to lose her Mzadi, and then she's going to have to go hang out with with Worf. Then they'll really have nothing to do with her on the show if they can't write the the Ilea um, uh, Decker relationship. Here's the the torture of the seven pins. Now they took his pants off, guys. Oh, my God. Are they trying to find out, uh, you know, uh, where the secret base uh, is for the rebels or something? Right. Oh my God! It's like the there's that tabaret. There's that art department tabaret that they put tape on. I have one of those. I mean, not one that was on the show. (laughs) Seriously? Oh my God! It looks like she's interrogating the princess. Yeah. (laughs) Jesus! Oh Oh my God! Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is acupuncture. Yeah, her eyes light up all red, like she's the devil. I dig that. That's cool. They could have saved the day if they just got rid of this and did it, did it with a uh, a scanner you know, of some kind. But no, this scanner. <laughs> then they'd have to whole... then they'd have to have uh, visual effects uh, put a put a, a doohickey in. A doohickey. Oh my god, she's going into his cranium. And she is like, ooh, shiver. <laughs> just. What do you think Frakes is just thinking right now? It's He's like thinking, I'm getting paid, I'm getting paid, yep. I'm getting paid, I'm getting paid. I'm Easy, not easiest pants. day of work ever. He's, yep. He slept through the whole thing, I'm pretty sure. He's actually, you know, he is actually charming when he has lines to deliver in this episode. I he's have great. to give him that. He's I mean, great. I, he's I one of the unsung heroes. Of- I thought you were going to say he's actually charming when he has needles through his head. <laughs> Well, Look, he he's is. somebody who doesn't get enough credit for what yeah, he brought to the show. For sure. You know, because obviously, you know, uh, like Data, you know, on his quest for humanity and, and Picard was such a different kind of character for Next Generation. And of course, um, Picard's uh, quest to never leave the show. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, really, you know, Riker in a way was, was the heart of the show. Oh, oh yeah. Here's our first memory of the last outpost. Yes. The last outpost. Our first Let's see if we can name the all the clips. Disappointing aliens of all time. No, right? no, no. Remember they let's built not, up the Ferengi? Let's like, not go into that. They, tasty as that last. They have, they have enormous cod pieces. They're very exciting new <laughs> characters. <laughs> they're, like, they're like very, very Anybody! <laughs> terrible. God, you know, it just reminds you how bad some of these season one episodes are. I mean, the last outpost is terrible. And of course, this is the Planet Hell set. Yeah. And, you know, this is when they were still doing the, you know, attempting to do it like the original series and not doing it well. Anybody! Anybody! <laughs> wow, that oh, was a yeah. great clip. That was a well, great clip. I think what's great about that clip selection is that it really illustrates Riker's sense of isolation. And sure. his feeling of being alone while he faces death all by himself on planet health. 
while being mm. stared at by uh, by Marina and. Uh, wow, how do you like having to write an act out for this episode? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah but still, great graphics. Totally, always. Look, yeah. you can't argue. There are a lot of things you can't argue with on this show. That's one of them. Wait a minute. I mean, there's a new clip coming in. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah this one's uh, porn. This is. Uh, <laughs> What's happening here? Well, it, it, there actually is a, a scheme for how the, the clips are arranged because the, the virus microbe, whatever the hell it is, the, the, the COVID-19 that's inside of him, like reacts differently. COVID-1701. Different, yeah, COVID-1701 COVID reacts differently to different sorts of emotions, which they have to find out. So different clips have different effects. Like for example, the pilot Encounter at just point. is 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 uh that that the emotion that evokes is incredible disappointment. Now now, <laughs> young minds, fresh <laughs> ideas, be tolerant. See, but what a difference when they actually go and shoot somewhere on location as opposed to try and recreate a forest on right. set. Right, because that actually does look great. Even though that's it, because it's actually was the location. Yeah. And I although, find that although he, in this he's shot it, he's shot in front of a green screen. Right, he totally is. And then, then they do that when they turn around. But the stuff like, with data you know, is yeah. all right. Yeah. Is all real. Yeah. And uh, Spiner's performance, I think, is actually very different. Um, he's a little more human. Well, I think he's, he's really trying, struggling to find the role at first. Yeah, yeah. And he eventually does. Obviously, he's Apparently. great in the show. Yeah. Whoa! But, but he definitely. Got to make sure we get that insert of Riker almost falling in the water, which I, which I guess was like to illustrate how real the holodeck was. No, we, we need to set up uh, young Wesley falling in uh, for later. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's like it's a joke. Right. It's a setup and a punchline. And Wesley is the punchline. Always. This is just, I remember watching this the first time thinking, this is just the weirdest way to introduce a major and he's, character. He's, he's very, yeah. And he's super smug when he finishes that pop goes the weasel. What's he yeah. so smug about? Because <laughs> I always loved the Beardless you know, Riker is just, kind of an ass. Yeah. <laughs> and they always have the stupidest songs. It's like in First Contact where they're playing Steppenwolf Magic Carpet Ride. It's like, come on. I mean, it's like, uh, Pop Goes the Weasel. I well, would you like, care? Would you rather Magic them ride with like Pop Goes the Weasel? Would you rather them play Pop Goes the Weasel in First Contact? <laughs> exactly. <is> my question. <laughs> <laughs> huh. See, if if Data had been jamming out to like Magic Carpet Ride, yeah. when Riker showed, I'm like, this show is badass. I'm in. <laughs> Didn't see this coming at all. <laughs> Now, Peter it, doesn't have a cat. He's got a heavy metal collection. It's really hard to tell what the difference is between the look of Data here and the way he appears in just a couple episodes later, and I can't put my finger on it. I think it's in the eyes. Maybe. It's like he's got a little more... Contact uh, like the, and it's a little darker in the brow. Um, he's a little more um, Marcel Marceau happening. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. It's like... And it's... Uh, yeah, it's, it is different, though. It's a little unsettling, honestly. Uh, I like yes. his hair. My lovely day his alone with Riker's Mr. Novels. Data. In HD. Oh, okay, look, it's a clip from the... Is this from the Dauphin? Like, Wesley's trying so, to yes. figure out how to pick up chicks? Very good. Yeah, I do believe so. Very good. You, you got that, yeah, second season. The Dauphin, right. yeah. Yep. 
That's right. When he finds out that the girl that he loves is actually this weird alien. Is, is, yeah. is Maya. Welcome to Star Trek, kid. <laughs> the girl that you love is always a weird alien. Dr. McCoy's like, let me tell you about it. <laughs> you know, it's amazing. People really, people really hated Wesley at the time. I, you know, I, I didn't mind. You know, the thing that people forget is he was the one real star, him and LeVar Burton. Yeah. LeVar Burton had been a star mm -hmm. from Roots, of course, and Will Wheaton from, uh, uh, from uh, you know, Stand By Me. Nobody else on the show was a big star. I mean, obviously, Whoopi Goldberg would be later, but when she uh, comes on second season. But first season, there was no, no one who really anyone knew. I don't know what Riker is supposed to be teaching Wesley in this scene. because Not much. <laughs> He's teaching him that Riker's kind of a jerk. Yeah, but like the the dialogue back and forth is like I don't I don't believe a a word of the no. banter between them at all. I mean, yeah. You know what? It's no Charlie X. Let me no, tell you that. Well, right. Charlie is our darling. So you know, you know, if you want to know how to, you know, you got to go to the master. You know, Wesley. <laughs> there are ways to talk with a bartender that. Uh, well, that ain't it. <laughs> <laughs> Although Whoopi's pretty good here, like shut up, kid. Yeah, Whoopi's good. Yeah, look, Whoopi, Whoopi was a good addition to the to the um, show. Yeah, if only Hoopa. they had ever known what to do Hoopa. with her in terms of her backstory, which then you know they tried to answer in generations, and it was so unsatisfying. Oh, yeah, so because he was an interesting, enigmatic character. You know, particularly in yesterday's Enterprise, when you find out that. Uh, you know, and, and Q who that you yeah. know, she knew the yeah. Borg and she has this weird you know who Q is. Yeah. Super great questions. And then the answer sucked, which just proves Elmore Leonard's thing about how questions are always better than answers. Yeah. yeah. And uh, everything is better than this show. Feelings are what make us all human. You know, when does the show ever provide an answer that's better than the question? I can't really think of it. Yeah. Me lost. Oh wait, no. Uh I'm sorry. Early on, they had no. So they had no chemistry to None at all. Well, what's so interesting is literally this is is just the Decker Ilya relationship from phase two. Right at this uh, point, and, yes. And, yeah. And in second season, they even had episodes from phase two, like the child. Right. That's correct. The that child, was, and then third season, yeah. Devils Do. Right. Right. Which I kind of like, man. Like that's I kind like of a guilty Devil's pleasure too. episode yeah. for me. Well, we talked about that on Guilty Pleasures, and I think that might be a good episode to bring into the briefing room one day. Oh, man, that would be fun. I haven't seen that again. I haven't seen that episode in, in decades either. I'd love to watch that again. Yeah, it's like there's there's nothing like watching. I, this is going to sound awful, but like there's nothing like watching the crappy episodes of this show to remind me how much I love the show. Well, I, mean, I can this still love the, the characters in spite of it. I mean, we talked about, you know, on the original uh -oh. show. His eyebrows are going. Oh yeah, oh, that's why the Edo planet. This is Angel. No justice. 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 This is justice. Yeah, this is yeah, justice. Oh, you should have been here last week. That's what Frank <laughs> told me. Yes. I, I was on the set for too short a season. He's like, you should have been here last. Day. He said it's a terrible episode, but boy, we love filming it. <laughs> <laughs> and I can see why. I mean, this is William Ware Tice uh, uh, quality uh, uh, costume. It really is. It's a. Uh, Yep, there it is. <laughs> the, the, the planet of the ball slings? Yeah, that guy must have been like, did he not, did his agent not try to protect him? 
Um, one one zero zero 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 and one of my favorite prosthetics they ever did with the binars. Am, they I, never really am I wrong that. to say that I thought that the binars were kind of hot? Waiting for me. Maybe no, I am. Wrong no, you <laughs> do a binar. I mean, it's like it's I, my question is: own. Is it like you know? Is it like automatically like a threesome or like or what's happening with that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what See, the problem with the clip show is you want to watch the episode that right. they just you want to watch the better episodes. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, can we, we go, go back, back to one zero zero one zero zero one? <laughs> I want to see him fall in love with a hologram who may or may not really be alive. And they're trying to distract the crew to steal the ship. That's cool. We're back. We're back with a good Yay. episode. They Yay. heard us. They heard us. I mean, I highly recommend this episode. And then I think she returned. She did other episodes. Yeah, Carolyn. Well, yeah. What well, uh, in the uh, in the 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 fake Romulan uh, holodeck episode? She was oh, his wife. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Uh, it wasn't. Thank you. Of course, this actually came out of um, future imperfect. Out of of uh, Jonathan telling um, uh, telling um, uh, Gene Roddenberry that he he loved playing trombone and that he was um, a good musician, talented musician. They well, why don't we uh, why don't we write an episode that can feature you playing the trombone? At some point. I think this is true. This may be the highlight. Highlight. This and Q are probably the best that um, Maurice Hurley. Uh, of the Mercy early episodes. Yeah, this was um, Yeah, not. this is Angel, Angel One was not. This and is Buck Rogers. Perhaps yeah, the worst Bill Tice costume of all time. Although Bill Tice was not on the show any, anymore. Hmm. No, I know. He, because all, slowly there was the purge of all the people that right. worked on the original show. The you purge. know, Justman quit at the end of the season. Red Hour. Really retired, but was really pushed out. Um, and then, you know, all the people that came, like, I think Jimmy... Jimmy uh, Jimmy Dwyer and and right. um, uh, um, Up the long ladder William Tice and when the Irish oh. invade the Enterprise. That's oh, right. this is just a terrible episode. Right, and but I, I think the ring by Melinda Snodgrass. They used, of all people. Yep, yep. They used to show it uh, um, on St. Patrick's Day in New York. Oh my goodness! That's like they thought they were being clever. I know, right? They'd never do that now. She's got a. She's. She's a lovely. This is the episode that had like the. Um, the uh, the pigs and goats on yes. the, like in the in the in the uh, in the uh, shuttle car, the shuttle bay. More right. like, oh. party. Oh my! He just Whoa. dives right in there. Yeah, he does. He's like, "Hey, girl." <laughs> <laughs> Freaks is like, "I have the best part on this show." She's wearing oh. that uh, that sweater that was in uh, the Mandalorian, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh oh! Uh oh! It's 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 moving it's, towards his brain. It's, uh, yeah, this is this is the whole he's got a boner moment where it's like and it's killing him. <laughs> That's what it's I killing it. Troy apparently too. <laughs> Troy's not having it. Why has he thought about me? He's very aroused. We need to stop this. Oh, quick, Deanna, hold his hand. <laughs> yeah, that'll help. <laughs> oh my gosh. Death by Snoo Noo. <laughs> I mean, just look oh, at the look, coverage. Look. You too. can sit next time yeah. we see Pulaski. Look at the piping. The piping is the color of the old uniforms. 
Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, you're right. Maybe they dyed it. Maybe, <laughs> Maybe. they just dyed the old uniform, yeah. Hmm. Is it a different color or a different material? Well, both. Yeah. And he's they're doing this weird acupuncture on his face. Oh, yes. and, uh, oh God. Yes. There it is. Skin of evil. Skin of evil. <laughs> are we, are we, we going to do commentary on this, too? Yes. I'm really but, glad you came down to my planet. Nice oh, to meet you. Remember, no. The villain is called Armis after yes, the producer Burton Armis, who was an old police officer in New York. Who, who, was, uh, who also has character. a character name for him in Superman. That's right. Superman. <laughs> no, when they're in the tunnels, then he goes, come on, yeah. Armis. Armis, come on. Yeah. It's uh, amazing. And when they, they, when they, oh, I'll they just go back the, into my slick. <laughs> the worst <laughs> character death of all time. But on the other hand, it kind of gave us yesterday's Enterprise and a nice little moment in uh, Measure of a Man. Sure. I have to say, and I've met Denise many times since, and she's lovely. But when I met her on the set first season, she was a miserable. Yeah. <laughs> she was awful. She's a miserable. She, she must have been really unhappy. Yeah. Because she was the one person in the cast that I really didn't like that when I met when I interviewed everybody that first season. And so she must have just been so unhappy because she, I've met her, you know, many times since, and she's lovely. But uh, you, clearly, she was not happy. I had a major, child, I had a major crush on Denise Crosby during the yeah, first. Did you? No, no, no absolutely. I, I like, I like cranky girls. <laughs> that was part of the problem with the show. I, I didn't have a crush on any of the women on the show, so I knew that. Well, that, I'm that's sorry, they aren't there for your enjoyment. That's right. <laughs> oh, now you tell me. <laughs> I, I was still hung up on uh, on Christie Alley son. from Savic. Um, oh yeah. Did she change her hair? Hadn't noticed. Ah, uh, yes, the, the child. The child, which was the oh. John Povell script? Yes. Or was it? No, yeah, no, okay. no. It was. Wait, was that, yeah. yeah. Was, was that the child? Yeah, it was the child. Right. Yeah. That's right. Where she has the baby. Yeah. And then it, it, it leaves her at the end. Right. Yep. Abandons the Bye, ship baby. after it learns what it can for, about humanity, which was, yeah, the phase two script that John Povell disowns because they changed it so much. Right. They changed it. Yeah, it opened the season one, and it's it, again season two. It, the season ends terribly and it starts terribly. Rob Bowman directed that also, and I remember he was very proud of that and that opening crane shot. You know, he wanted it to be as cinematic as possible, which was great. But once you get past that first shot, the rest of the episode's terrible. So second season ends as it begins, like shit. Now, now, pretty much, yeah. Yeah. But you know, well, look, we, we are good hard episodes is, in the second season. We know how hard it is to make television. Yes, it and is. so let's not be too brutal. Remember, I mean, we, folks, you know, obviously as, we can make fun of this episode because it's a clip show. It's just I don't as think hard to make an average episode as a good one. So remember that. Yeah. And and here's here's a this is a good one. Hard I love this. No, 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 this, no is this is a matter of honor. honor matter of yeah. honor, which is a really good episode. Yeah. This yeah. is the Klingon Exchange program. That's right. Yes. Wait, they they were like 10 the... pals for months, and then right. finally, um, and there's a whole thing at like the homecoming day. Oh, that's now is a... Tony Todd in this one or not until later? Not. He doesn't show up yeah. until um, third season in Sins of the Father. Yeah, okay. Yeah, this was good, though. And this is where they introduced Gah. Yes. And uh, Frakes was good in this one. Yeah. Frakes was always good when you like actually, I mean, first of all, give him something to do comedy and give him something to do. And you like put him in a place where he can have a little confidence. Now this is Mark Swagger. What's his name? Mark. Damn. Cause he, he was an alien. He was an aliens. This guy. Yeah. No, that's Brian something or other from, um, from X-Files. Who was like one of the big aliens. Brian Thompson. Brian Thompson. Yeah. 
Are you sure? I can't I, hear it. I so would I don't bet know. money that that's Brian Thompson. You'd bet oh, real money? Thank, thank goodness we don't look up stuff here. <laughs> yeah, well, well, not for this episode. <laughs> not, no. no, We're not doing any work for this episode. We're just going to sit here and talk about it extemporaneously. No research, no work, no Lieutenant Yar. And literally, because we just killed her about five minutes ago in a clip. We did. We did. And, and What? Oh! <laughs> Hey, you know, the, the, my best, the best thing about this moment is he smashes him into a panel. He doesn't yeah. know what that panel does. He doesn't know if it's yeah. important. It's like, oh, great. Exactly. Now we can't go anywhere. Yeah, you that, is, that is, in fact, um, Brian Thompson as oh, Clagg, okay. and he would later be on the show as the Romulan in Enterprise. Oh, now we're talking. Now we're talking about high kicks. Now, from conspiracy. I actually really dig conspiracy, but this is one of the most awfully staged fights yeah. of all yeah. time. Because it's like, yeah, it's, it's, if you've ever seen, um, it, I think it's like the Blues Brothers where they have like this, the stuntman kind of playing the mom with like the mustache and all that other stuff. It's, it's a little like that. Like, it's just. No, it's terrible. This yeah. is Ward Costello as Quinn. Yeah, that's right. Because right, Riker, Riker's, isn't he feigning being right. one of them now? Right. One of, one of the, the, the body snatcher people? Not the parasites. It does like you. I mean, but I like this episode. But this is oh, just I do bad. Too. Like I that do too. wasn't right. Now you know that you're watching this stuntman. Like the wig doesn't matter. Here comes the kick. Here comes the kick. Oh! <laughs> they do a lot yep. of we tie in Starfleet. <laughs> <laughs> and then like Riker tries crane technique, which is awesome. There is no well, fear I, in this dojo. Oh. I love when the the parasite takes over your old decrepit body it suddenly makes it you know the jackie chan you know it's like so that you become powerful and crap well but you know what there's actually an interesting story in that right like if you really leaned into it like what do you mean oh. think about it oh right or right why into is this table. all in master shots i don't know that's the other thing it's like who who directed this who was it cliff ball i think it was cliff Cole, who, dude. it must have he's the worst he is somehow he managed to turn in uh best of both worlds part one yeah, but it's not. Best of Both Worlds is not because it's well directed. Best of Both Worlds is the it's writing, well written, and the yeah, and the acting is great. Um, and those actors. I now want to know who directed. Were. I got to know who directed Conspiracy. I'm going to look it up because it's bothering me. Doctor, yeah. I think we should be picking better episodes. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's how useful she is. My question is: Look at these flat twos, man. Like. Why did this actually take? Because they shot it in three days. I know, but why did it take that long? Well, <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, exactly. And it was 1989. They were shooting the film on one camera. That's true. You it's know. not like now. It's not like there's iPhones. Now, this sounds like we're really bashing Next Generation. We're and not. We're not. Just we're not this at all. Episode. We love Next Generation. I love Next Generation, and I love these characters. And I and I'm and I wanted to pick this episode because in celebrating or or pointing the sort of the silliness of it, I think it helps me to celebrate the things I love about this show. It's like this is affection, not derision. Right. No, no, absolutely. Look, everyone would agree. It's the clip show. It's terrible. There's never been a good clip show. It could be any series. It could be Citizen Kane, the TV series. It would not be good if it was a clip. <laughs> is, that, is Citizen um, Kane technically a clip show? Tonight, all I mean, new episode okay. of Can I just say, Star Trek? Who was it? We nailed. We nailed it based on the clip. Cliff Bowl directed conspiracy. Uh, boom! We are so good at this game. It's a clip so good. It's a cliff show. I know. It's, it's a cliff, a cliff show. show. <laughs> Because Rob Bowman was, and David Carson and Rick Colby were the best. Yeah. Les Landau and David Livingston were really good. Yeah. Um, you know, and then you had a couple of mediocre guys. You know who was good? Oh, the guy who passed away. Um, uh, the guy who did Carnival of Souls. He was terrific. 
Oh my God, Merrick Butcher. It's, yeah. it's, it's David it's Marcus. David Marcus. This, this is one of the great expressions ever. Look at this look on <laughs> How great is that? And, and I like, love the and fact. This, and this, who's the dirty farmer? But look, you know how expensive it was to put that stupid effect? Yeah. Like, they could have yeah. done this without putting the glow on his hand. But how many frames they had to animate <laughs> to do that back then? Like, here it we was go. Worth it. Oh, here come the Ferengi with their weapons. Yeah, here come the Ferengi. Yeah, this, like this is the dick guns. Who, this is Who would think that Armin Shimmerman would yeah. end up being one of the great Star Trek actor yeah, characters not from this. of all time yeah of all time but yeah i mean he's so great in deep space nine he's so great as court i have an idea let's never use those whip weapons again <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah only if they've done the raiders gag where they reach for their phasers and oh now he's getting pulled into the the, the, the evil oil slick as uh as they called it yeah uh, armis has got him now oh it is the eyebrows look so the if you well we can't go back but no. then if we see another shot of data yeah. you'll kind of see it like it's they're they're it's not that they're gone but they're, they're really just painted out yeah. as opposed to in the encounter at Farpoint I mean they're really prominent and dark. Whoa! Uh, this is actually this is like cool under shot. the skin. Right. Years yeah. before Scarlett Johansson was in Under the Skin, they did the uh, the version with Riker in, in Next Generation. That's right. I remember that was actually in the in the preview of the coming attractions next week, next time on Star Trek. Uh, that evil shot was in, I thought, like, evil skin, evil skin eats Tasha Yar. Yeah, this isn't David Cronenberg. Yeah. No, no but it could have been. Oh, but now they finally got him in the... Uh, it's Under the, the Skin of Evil. They finally got rid of the, the the uniform, and now he uh, he's he's under the the, the blanket, the special right. diagnostic blanket. Well, I hope the pink Jello is being preserved well over there in the corner. That's all I got to say. The pink and blue Jello containers. <laughs> the Jello pudding pops. <laughs> Jello pudding pop. Is it too soon for? Yeah, probably. Oh, is this when they're going to destroy the ship? Which yes. episode was yep. this? Uh, all of them. Oh, was it Heart of Glory? I think it was Heart of Glory when they're going to destroy the ship, right? The Klingons right. had taken over. Yeah. And then at the end when they don't, it was like, you know, uh, does the oh. first officer concur? Yes, I most definitely do, in fact, concur. It was actually pretty good on Oh, what a bad countdown clock. Oh, yeah, that's that terrible. is terrible. That looks like in the studio when we have our yeah. podcast countdown clock. <laughs> yeah. And uh, this is Heart of Glory, as we're... Heart of Glory, which was really the first decent episode. No, it wasn't the first. It was one of the early... One one of the first decent Absolutely. episodes of the show. Yeah, because yeah. again, there Watch was real the conflict on the show, and it actually and states, got the yeah. actors to bring things to it that weren't just. Of course, the first of many episodes for Vaughn Armstrong, he would come back uh, many times, and of course, uh, famously in Enterprise, he played a Starfleet uh, admiral. Then he play Admiral Forrest, which was their tip of the hat to <laughs> DeForest <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> okay, now here's the thing that like that bugs me about some of these clips. Okay, and this is just because I'm insane and I'm just very it's not Riker's POV. Exactly. Right. Like, wait a second. How does he remember that? <laughs> it's like I'm like what? And it wouldn't have taken anything just to cut all of that out. And it actually would have totally. been better if it had been completely inside of his POV. Because but, they weren't thinking that 30 years later, a bunch of assholes would be sitting <laughs> pouring over it and, and talking about how stupid it is and, and, and be completely disrespectful of all the hard, hard work. They just want to get it done and go home for the summer. Can you blame them? 
<laughs> they've been working nonstop. Those stupid writers, that damn writer strike, they lost out on a ton of money. And now they've been working like dogs, you know, probably going deep oh, lots of overtime. Dead. Oh, now that that's going to get that evil virus. Well, here's the problem. His neck is too long. <laughs> you know, I got good news for you guys. I think we're all cured of COVID now because we've we've suffered through this episode. That's all right. these bad memories will purge the virus. Well, I wouldn't want to wish this on everyone in the world. Oh, I love the pushing. Right. Now we're it's going to a clip. Push in through yeah. his nose. Oh, yeah. that we're, that's we're, we're going back to the I love this shot. Oh, my God. Nope, no, but oh. it's gone. We're not <laughs> going to stay there. No. No. Oh, my God. We're doing they a wild montage. They ducked out of the Ooh. way of a phaser beam. Every hero needs a montage. No, it's got oh. me. We're, we're using oh. reuse of the clips. It's clips of the clips. You guys. <laughs> I know. They're going back to clips from previous episodes they've already shown. It's clip clips. Ow! It's the clip clip. Oh, oh, brains. oh my skin! Oh, so cocky. Hard against the After Sokowski. all the controversy, the blind, the the, the brain uh, uh, blowing up, the scanner shot got that they actually put it in yeah. the uh, in the clip show. Yep. Oh, I love that shot. I love that shot. Well, I love it because it's like this terrible shot on vi uh, on film, but then right. everything's composite video. on video. So it's this cheesy video composite thing. It like it looks like out of the Star Lost. Well, you know, sure. it's done on the animation done on the paint box and all that sort of mm. stuff. And it's it's fine, but you know, it's the ambition of the shot that I love. And oh just yeah, the I love, look, look, we yeah. love it. I love conspiracy, particularly all that Seven Days in May stuff for the first twenty minutes. Right when these right, open them up, they're talking about all the captains. Nobody knows. Yeah, Una Carapleides. Una Carapleides. That's right. That's uh, my my porn star name. Ryan, uh, Ryan Sype. Yeah, Ryan Sype. I could still, I, I could still name the captains. <laughs> Ryan Sype was the host. I don't remember where I had for lunch, talent. but I can name the captains from 30 years ago from Conspiracy. Oh, oh my thank God. goodness. Oh, God, oh. he's better. Well, all those clips have made me feel better. <laughs> now he's got these little holes in his skull, and that's that's weird. Now I realize that, that there actually are a bunch of terrible episodes. That, yeah, it's reminding us of like some of these episodes that weren't so great. Let's hope that we don't make those mistakes again. You know why Riker's smiling? Because Pulaski's not coming back. Oh, yes, we hey. You know, I, all those people who, who like would make fun of the original show, who were like these next generation fanatics, who, like dismiss the original show. Let me tell you something. Next generation, uh, the original show never, never got this bad. Spock's brain is so much more entertaining than this. You know, and the children shall lead is better than this. Yeah. Well, that's the key, right? It's, it's never boring. And I think it boring. is a greater sin than stupid is boring. I would yeah, much rather I totally be agree. dumb than bored. And you know, Absolutely. I think Data's hair is a bit taller. Yeah, I think and a, right. less less greased back. Yeah, mm, yeah, I yeah, think you're and, right. And and a little lighter. Yeah. Oh my god! I wish they would go in and fix that with their hypo spray. Fix that that thing on his head. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, we left the tracking <laughs> markers on. <laughs> oh, poor Gene. Oh, well. That's right. He got paid. He got yeah, paid. He, he, he doesn't care. We're all the same now. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Creative. Because the last episode, uh, Tracy Torme was involved yeah. with. Or, yeah, right. And then he was long gone. Unsung heroes. What's, is he, did he die? Is he? Who, no. Tracy? No, or is he around? No. He's around. No, but he, he, Tracy is very... I became very. I was very good friends with Tracy, 
um, and went to his wedding and used to go to his house to play volleyball and everything. Um, but he, you know, after his dad died, Mel Torme, I think he just left him so much money. I think, you know, Tracy was so sick after sliders of the way he got treated by the network. He's like, didn't want to put up with it anymore. I mean, you know, he got rewritten on his movies like Fire in the Sky and he got rewritten on, you know, on ne Next Generation. And I think he just didn't have to deal with the shit anymore. Right. So I think he's become not a recluse, but I just think he's, I haven't talked to him in a long time. But I, 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 the last time I saw him was when I interviewed him for the 50 year mission. And we, we, we were at the deli for like four hours. And, and, you know, we talked about getting together, but he didn't even have email. Like I had to call him, which wow. is never good, good for me. Like, I don't like calling people. So, um, and he, he's like, he does it. He made a big thing. I don't have email. I don't do email. So I was just like, I haven't, I haven't called him in a long time. Plus he liked to have me over for football and I hate football. So. Well, <laughs> I, hate what happens. I hate football. Better than that. But, but I, I really like Tracy. He, he was great. And you know, uh, he, what he did with sliders, you know, before he left sliders. I thought he oh, did the show, not the, not the hamburger. Not the burger. No, he didn't make burgers. Here. He actually had uh, the TV show with Jerry O'Connell. Yes. Right, which I think, uh, didn't George R.R. R. Martin work on that show? Uh, on Sliders? Yeah. He did, he might have, but it was later. I think it was after Tracy left. Okay. Because Tracy created it, and, you know, it was on Fox. And I think after they made him do the dinosaur episode, I think he was kind of like, I got to get off the show. Screw dinosaurs, man. Dinosaurs no, you know what? Nobody stupid. cares about dinosaurs. <laughs> but 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 Tracy's super be talented, big. creative, really creative guy, and is, I really you know I'm a big big Star Trek fan, and he loved Gene. He just he loved Gene Roddenberry. Gene was very good to him, but he you know he really bumped heads with Maurice Hurley like a lot of people did, because uh -huh. he just wasn't as ambitious, you know. So I, I think he didn't need to be. Yeah. He was Mel Torme's son. That's right. <laughs> so that was Shades of Grey. <laughs> it was. There you go, Shades yes. of Grey. Thank you, Ashley, for uh, for picking this. You're so was, welcome. That was a hoot. Bring a hoot and a half. And I think we got to see all of the individual shades. You know, there are many shades of gray in the future, and we got to see some of them tonight. And nothing's just black and white. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my God. There was a Grateful Dead song. Remember one of their last big top 40 hits was like, Shades of Grey, wasn't it? Something like You're that. You're asking them. I never liked Grateful Dead either. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Do I look like a deadhead to you? A little bit. No. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, guys, this was fun. I'm glad you could join us for another uh, briefing room, Trexpert's briefing room. We'll be doing these intermittently uh, every couple of weeks as part of the Inglorious Trexpert's podcast, which you can listen to wherever you get your podcasts. Just and to shake course, it up a bit. You'll listen to our other podcasts, Best Movies Never Made, The 430 Movie, Disco Nights, uh, with uh, Chase Masterson and Ryan Britt as they talk about contemporary uh, Star Trek. And um, as always, you can follow us on Glorious Trexperts on Facebook and Instagram and of course, Twitter, uh, to find out what's going on in the life of Inglorious Trexperts. And uh, we hope that uh, you'll join us next week for an all-new episode in future weeks where we go in-depth and undercover exploring your favorite and least favorite episodes of Star Trek as part of the briefing room. So keep on trekking ingloriously, of course. Until next week, the briefing room is closed.
shot. Would you repeat what you just told us? About an hour ago, the bridge control started going crazy. Levers shifting by themselves, buttons being pushed, instrument readings changing. And on my monitor screen, I can see Mitchell smiling each time it happened. As if his ship and crew were almost a toy for his amusement. This show is produced by Dean Devlin and Mark A. Altman and is an Electric Surge Network production.